Welcome to Critical Cactus, where we talk about prickly subjects. Whatever it is, it's different and scary. I know that. Remember to think like a cactus. You have to stock your donuts from here on out. Welcome back. Last week we introduced Jordan, a professional gamer who streams and thinks critically. Oh wait, maybe, maybe he didn't. Uh, either way, this intriguing conversation takes a lot of turns and great directions. Anyway, here's part two. Thanks for listening. When should I think critically and when should I not? I mean, I don't give a shit if somebody stops and thinks critically while they're standing in front of their fridge. You know, do I want that cookie or should I eat that carrot? You know, that's not going to make any impact on me. And, and eventually, long term, making the same bad decision over and over again will have an effect on that person. But I think it's much more important for people to think critically about health care policy, drug policy, uh, whether Bigfoot exists, are hats real? Um, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. I, a hot dog uh, is a sandwich. Are shoes feet? I mean... I don't. You know, so we're talking about our, your brain getting all these these instant dopamine fix, and maybe that's the first step. Maybe that's the first step where people need to start. You're on the right track of what I think. Critically, uh, what I'm thinking about. I mean, I, I you give me a good good launching point to try to recertify, re verify what I was trying to say. If you, bring it home, baby. If bring you it home. have if you have this thing where you like to run, I mean, people will get addicted to running. They you, do yeah, absolutely. There are do. worse addictions to have. Yeah. If you have this thing that you want to run and yet you get plantar fasciitis, the frontal lobe may very well come up with some solutions, better shoes, uh, a little bit more research on what, you know, what, what running styles work, what they don't. Maybe even invent a drone that can follow you while you run to analyze your gait. Your frontal lobe is doing that stuff in an attempt to give you your fix, which is the long-term benefit of a better run. So your your primitive brain is driving all the rest of that stuff because you wanted to run in the first place or you wanted to have sex in the first place or you wanted this or you wanted that. And and that th that gets us into the whole society thing where someone else has already done that for you and you go buy a Nike and now you can run. So Well, and I don't know that this is the point that you were trying to come to, but the the thing is is like it it honestly society has worked so hard to make life easier for society. You would think that we as individuals would actually have more time for critical thought and not less. I mean, because I don't have to worry about where my next meal is going to come from. I don't have to worry about whether I have to break in these shoes before I can wear them or if, uh, you know, a thief's going to come in the night and take my cattle. Tigers. Or tigers. You know, I even going not so far back, like, you know, you know, back to the Wild West and things like that. I mean, society continuously works to strive to make life easier for society. And we should have plenty of time to think critically about the things that quote unquote matter, like universal health care or, you know, politics in general. Um, you, you should have time to sit down and be able to think about religion. Um, but people still don't. They have all this theoretical free time on their hands. And instead of doing anything with it, they've filled it with Farmville video games and television and poker. Facebook. And Facebook. Reddit. 
Hey, no, you've gone too far. Red, there's nothing wrong with Reddit. I didn't say there was anything wrong uh-huh. with Reddit. That I'm just backing a, it up a, before a it goes mi- there. That eats up a so, lot of my time. Yeah. yeah, Reddit eats up a lot of my day as well. Yeah. Reddit's so I, I, I pose this question to our guest. Um, Jordan, do you think that you think critically about things that matter? While you're thinking, I'll fill in the, the gap there. Please. Um, I don't think anybody would ever answer no to that question. That's one of those questions it's like... Well, I'm asking Jordan... Do you think you're dumb? No, uh, hold on. I'm asking Jordan because I feel that he's introspected enough to actually take a deep dive and look. I know that if I asked some of my friends that question, they'd just instantly answer yes, even though the answer is obviously no. Right. But I, I think Jordan will actually think about it and come back with a solid answer, so... So... I, I will say um, I critically think a lot less than I probably would say you, D-Man. Um... <laughs> shaking his head no at me but um <laughs> you know in with my with my streaming with my video game every day playing um there, there's just not a lot of room for me to critically think all the time um and kind of going back what we were talking about earlier um you know if you sit there and critically think the whole day or about every little topic about every little thing you do get super tired and I don't like to be tired. So I kind of tune my brain out a lot. Um, yeah. There, there's a, there's a lot to say about that very thing where you, you know, the, the, the primitive brain is expecting a world that is, uh, not full of calories. One, um, not full of nutrients. Even if it is calories, it's not nutrient rich. Not a lot of car- of carbohydrates or or glucose available, you know, for us to convert into glucose. Um, it's it's expecting a society that you can picture from a million years ago, or right. at least two hundred thousand years ago. It's 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 expecting to need to conserve as much energy as possible. It's also expecting that you had to exert quite a bit of of calories to get the little bit of calories you did get. So when you just walk into the store and get a donut, hell yeah, your primitive brain's going, wow, you know, I have got a winner. <laughs> this guy who's running the show here knows exactly how this game is played. I didn't let's have to chase go, for my meal. Uh, yeah, let's go force this guy to get us another because it thinks it's going to have to. It yeah. still thinks it's going to have to do that. It's fr- pretty sure it did it yesterday. It doesn't yeah. have a long-term memory. It's like, I don't know. All right, you guys heard it here. You have to stock your donuts from here on out. Yeah. And I'd like mm-hmm. to point out I've had at least two today. <laughs> and yet, still trying to gain weight. Got yep. it. Um, well, yeah, because you didn't have two dozens. So yeah, that's, that's where you're going wrong. Uh, <laughs> what is it you say about a personal pizza? <laughs> Any pizza is a personal pizza if you try hard enough? Yep. Yeah. I'm down. 100% yeah. true. Let's do it. Well, um, with that being said, when you say you're tired and you don't want to go, I think that's the primitive brain. I mean, the primitive yeah. brain doesn't want you to go. It wants you to sit on the couch. Absolutely. It wants you to take a nap. I even wrote that in my notes before you even said it. <laughs> it does want you to take a nap. Yeah. Now, whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether you should or shouldn't. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if, if you want to understand why we don't critically think i think that's part of the variable you have to consider is that it does require a level of energy that we're 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 not intuitively ready to just execute well and and like we've kind of been bouncing back and forth about the whole society thing there's as we've talked about off the air the institutionalized thinking oh um, yeah yeah thought that gets done for you basically it's a big thing and then you just kind of accept it because that's the norm um that's how you end up in religions or that's how you end up in well think about this this is one of the things i wanted to get to i know i'm dominating and i don't mean to but 
You can edit yourself out later. I might, but I mean, you're basically the entire show. Thinking about, I know, <laughs> thinking about um, whether or not you wanted to put in the cognitive effort to answer some question, mm-hmm. and you decide not to because someone else has answered it for you supposedly. That's a huge savings of time and effort. I mean, you've got to figure that evolutionarily it would make sense if somebody else says, hey, I rub these two sticks together and look, we've got fire. And you go, cool. You're just going to rub two sticks together. You're not going to go through all of the different iterations that they went through to figure it out. Like I also hit two rocks together and that didn't work. And I also did this and that didn't work. You're why, not going to do why all those reinvent things. the wheel? Yeah. You're just going to rub those two sticks together and go, cool, fire. Now, if somebody cooks something and eats it and doesn't die, you're going to be like, oh, that was cool. I'll do that now. They cook something and die. You go, well, I'm not going to do that now. And, and you don't, you know, I mean, certain things you can't really do the research on. <laughs> I mean. 100,000 years ago. You, you could on like lab mice. You could, but not 100,000 years ago. They weren't doing that. Cave mice. Cave mice. Cave mice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the title of this one, Cave Mice. <laughs> so, okay, so there's calorie savings is what I'm getting at. A lot of behaviors and a lot of the thought processes that we go through are instinctive or ingrained or evolutionary built into us, mm-hmm. right? And you're saying that we are instinctively designed to just accept whatever's been handed to us because that's the shortest route that's the path of least resistance we don't have to reinvent the wheel we don't have to do the work here's the answer done sold case closed mm. right mm. so and we fall for it right and we fall for it so when do we start thinking critically yeah and when don't we because i'm not going to get it's interesting overwhelmed when you... at the grocery store picking out donuts yeah. So I want to, I just want to, I don't want to like just read this verbatim, but I want to go from this, uh, it's called cogsci.rpi.edu. Oh yeah, I got a Um, so these are some interesting things that I found on here. Um, I'm just going to go into the whole incentive that that's on this list here. Incentives not to think critically. Um, apparently there are many. So many beliefs just by their content bring us much comfort and hope. Thus we simply liked certain beliefs to be true, such as that we are good and responsible person or that there is life after death. Now, the next one is actually really interesting. Since our daily actions and decisions are based on our beliefs, changing those beliefs means having to change our daily routines, which we don't like to deal with. Whatever it is, it's different and scary. People, I know that. People are creatures of habit. Hell, yeah. When I go to the grocery store, I don't even like to, to park in a different area. It's like, this is the row I park in. <laughs> I'm, yeah. You know, I'm parking there. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have my parking spot in different locations and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, another one here. I don't know how these tie together. Maybe you guys can help me because these are valid points, but I don't feel that they go together. But it says, society looks up at strong-willed and consistent people, people that act as if they know what they are doing, mm-hmm. are often put in a leadership position, mm-hmm. and with that comes all kinds of advantages. So many people consider it important for our social status to remain consistent and committed to our beliefs. That sounds cool. Now, the next important bullet point about this particular one that we just talked about, this is actually, I think, where the majority of the people that I think don't think critically probably stem from. We hate to find out and admit that we're wrong or that we might even be wrong. Agreed. I think that, for me, that is the biggest problem that I face when I, whenever I get into like an argument with somebody. It's not because they have compelling evidence or anything. It's just that they chose to believe something once and they don't want to be wrong about it. And so they will do everything they can to try and dis- either disprove me or ignore me. 
mm-hmm. even up to the point of like literally just sticking their fingers in their ears and going blah 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 because no I believe something well yeah and if it's a if it's one of those you know pillars in the belief system then they're going to act and have a reaction that is very violent really I mean it's 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 an attack that the brain doesn't differentiate from a physical attack. No, I think you're right. I think that stems from the whole, uh, what is it, the amygdala that, that triggers your fight or flight, and we treat everything as fight or flight, regardless of how serious it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. even being stuck in traffic triggers a fight or big flight one. response. A big one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then somebody says, aren't you here yet? And then it's all of a sudden it gets more critical, and then you get really angry. And, and that's where things like anxiety Road rage. And, yeah, anxiety, too. Do you feel like um, we're, we're asking you enough questions, Jordan? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I've got a question. Sure. For Jordan. But what about social pressure? I mean, I don't know anything about you. Maybe you belong to a club or a religious group or a sect or a cult. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do that brings you into a group of people? What's that? I said I play video games. Pretty much. <laughs> um, no. Um, so there's a group that I actually, um, I like to call us a cult. We're not really a cult. But we're a bunch of nerds that like to play video games and meet up random places. Okay. What is the group's favorite video game? Um, right now. Right now? Right probably uh, PlayerUnknown Battleground. Okay. And what if you went to that group and said, hey, guys, I've been thinking about this. We shouldn't play this game anymore because... X, Y, and Z. I would, uh, I would probably be shunned from right. the group. So, shunned the non-believer. Exactly. Yeah, how how often? Do you, I mean, critically thinking can lead to some serious problems with uh, social stigma. Yeah, I mean, e- going with your example, even if I had very very valid reasons as to why we shouldn't, they're funding play. Uh, Nazis or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're funding Nazis. Let's say, um, uh, Godwin's law. It's the fact that, as D-Man was saying earlier, it's the fact that, um, you know, I'm, I'm challenging their beliefs that this game is amazing and this game company is the best game company in the world. Um, so no matter what, even if I'm 100% correct, they're going to, uh, you know, strike back and the fight or flight kind of is, is coming, is going to is gonna activate there. So if we assume the reaction from our social group is going to be negative, why even start down that road? Why even start uh, thinking critically? Why, why crack the egg if we know the omelet's going to be terrible? <laughs> wow, I like that. That's that's a great one, actually. Um, you know, it, it happens every so often. We have someone that walks up and says, "Hey, try this new game," or "Hey, don't play that game," or "Hey, do this," "Hey, do that." Somebody from within the group. Someone within the group usually, or a lot of times, like a game dev will come up to us, a game developer will come up to us and be like, "Hey, you should try this game." I don't know why they try because a lot of times it doesn't work. What their incentives are, social or ramifications yeah. of critically thinking and being shunned by your. Socioeconomic group because you're going to go if you think about something critically and that leads you to a contrary position, you know you're going to get a lot of bad feedback. So why even bother? Okay, so what about this? Um, you're a streamer, but that doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's a video game. It could be a board game that you stream. Yeah. Through a camera, but you guys look down on that. Don't look down on that. Have opinions. I don't know. No, I mean we don't look down on that. We we have streamers that do everything. We have streamers that do podcasts like this. We have streamers that that play D and D. 
Uh, we have streamers that the majority of our streamers are video game on computer sure. or console. Um, but a year ago, the podcast, the the board games, all that, that didn't exist. Um, and it was just video games. And then people were like, hey, let's try, you know, playing D&D every week on mm-hmm. stream. And they found some decent success with it. Um, but, I mean, they went through a lot of a lot of issues and a lot of they, they tried to um, make it work a lot and they had a lot of failures so I, I have a question for Jordan but real quick I did want to answer Tom um, so Godwin's law is uh, as an online discussion grows longer the probability of a comparison involving Hitler approaches uh, thank uh, you. that's 100% true actually yes. yeah um, anyway Jordan <laughs> we were talking earlier about um, charismatic people and how you know we're kind of drawn to them and how they uh, affect people's ability to think critically um, obviously I don't know how many followers you have but I'm, I'm going to assume it's enough to pay the rent so it's got to be more than like two um, do you think that you've ever done or said anything on your stream that has impacted somebody's ability to think or maybe change their opinion about something um, I mean, the big thing would be sponsors. Um, you know, I say I'm sponsored by eBlue or by a, ga- a gaming chair company, and I say, hey, theirs is better than DX Racers. Um, you know, if you think that DX Racer chairs are better, and you hear me saying, hey, this one's better than DX Racer, you're going to kind of oh, conform yeah. to my idea that, hey, you know, what what he says is, is correct. And, and that's what because I'm they subscribe to you and they, yeah. they look up to you. Exactly. And you speak from a place of authority. And you're exactly. that charismatic yeah. phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're thinking for them in a social exactly. way. Exactly. You got and the you, sex appeal going. I got, just, I got the sex got appeal the going. Yep. And I got the, the international. Mm-hmm. So this institutional thinking um, boils down to the people we look up to. Is yeah. that it? That's like the well, I, 50 Cent and all these, you know, big... Wow, Fifty Cent. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. he's been relevant. I like heard him on the way here, ago. actually. Ah, yeah. so All right, yeah, back it off, buddy. UN. Is this an author that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> familiar with? Yeah. Yes, he is no, the author it, known it as an author of some sort. Yeah, half he wa- dollar. He, he walked around <laughs> Walden Pond to come up with his. <laughs> yeah, fifty cent piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's wooden. Tuppence. It's a wooden. <laughs> so actually, that you know that that brings to question a whole new thing, like. Um, institutionalized thinking in the past would have been accomplished by your church or your local group um your like your um we don't have them here in arizona really but you know like blocks um, what? you know like in the suburbs when people actually get together like and a do block stuff. party yeah kind of thing? yeah that you doesn't happen in t- in arizona. you see it in tv i don't think it's real. it does happen it happens back east i've got friends that admit it that, you like, just gave us anecdotal evidence for something so f- for a phenomenon that we don't believe in and you think that that's a real thing <laughs> oh your anecdotal evidence just totally made me believe that i'm I mean, convinced it should <laughs> Okay, so I know that it's happened to more than one person. So, I mean, that... So says... More than one person has seen UFOs. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't disbelieve in UFOs. What do you got now? Ooh. Bigfoot? <laughs> you I good with Bigfoot, too? I don't disbelieve in Bigfoot. You don't disbelieve? <laughs> There's the whole proof the negative. There's got no it. compelling yeah. evidence to prove that he doesn't exist. That he doesn't. Yeah, of now, course. what about the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. I... I don't disbelieve in the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's think about this... Let's do that. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> You're in a trap now. No. So the Loch Ness Monster is allegedly Dude, a reptile, I can make right? something up in five minutes that is also undisprovable, 
and it would be just <laughs> as real as whatever it is you're talking about now. I mean, until, point. until we drain the lock and, and confirm that there's nothing down there, there could... It's like Schrodinger's Loch Ness monster. The, kid, the <laughs> it's in there and it's alive and dead. It's it, yeah, it's time. it's there. It's not there and it's alive and it's dead at the same time. It's all four. <laughs> I, I'm buying it. You're anyway. convincing me now. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So these block parties exist as an institutional <laughs> thinking process. For well, a, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just hypothetically saying. Hypothetically speaking, they yeah. do. I'm just saying, we'll like just neighborhood say. watches, block parties, things like that. People that that cause like groups to get together. Okay. I mean. That, that's what causes institutionalized thinking, right? Because you want to be part of the group. Mm-hmm. So you're going to kind of follow them and believe them. So uh, Meetups. Yeah, meetups. Anything that, that, that causes you to group together and share a set of beliefs is considerably institutionalized thinking. My point is, is that the Internet has really compounded that problem. Because now you have message boards, video games, you know, Facebook, anything that allows you to group up with people and share your beliefs. And you just sit there round robin agreeing with each other and you don't go outside your bubble, but your bubble's now even bigger. That's your silo. Yeah. Well, and why think about it? Why do the critical thinking? Um, there's a lot of situations where people are shunned for critical thinking. Yes. Is that what you were trying to get to? Yes. I mean, I'm cutting all this out, obviously, but um, everything that D-Man said, because I pretty much just want it to be what I'm saying. Throughout this it's whole fine. this particular one, <laughs> you feed me. Oh, it's okay. I don't listen to the podcast because I know Adam just edits everybody out, and it's just Adam droning. It on is. And well, on what, he, what he really does is he edits us to make us sound foolish. Foolish. Yes. He gives yeah. us like an accent. Mo- <laughs> oh, he yeah. can do all kinds of effects <laughs> on this thing. Oh yeah. Make you sound there like Darth been, Vader. There have been two guests on the show that weren't really here. We just uh. made them up. Adam's like, what do you think, D-Man? Moo, moo. <laughs> yep, another dumb comment from D-Man. All right, let's just move on. If you're a liberal in San Francisco right now, you probably don't want me to say good things about GMO. That you would you would probably shun me for critically thinking about, hey. I would have to what, agree with that stereotype. What if it's good? Or sometimes vaccines you can get in the community and be like vaccines are good and and let's critically think about why we don't think they are good and then all of a sudden you're shunned because no we've already concluded that vaccines are bad so let's not critically think about it because we've already concluded it and as soon as you start saying we should think about it you're out peer pressure you're not a comedian. You're not no. up there being funny. All the you're time. not funny, Jordan. You I'm haven't been funny. funny. <laughs> you haven't been funny once since you got in here. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, what is your stick? No, I'm just kidding. Well, um, why would I ever want to watch Jesus? This? You haven't sold me at all. No the the big uh, the big issue with gaming, uh, the big thing that people bring up a lot is the the whole violence. Um, video games cause real life violence. Oh yeah. Uh, like a GTA. Oh. Like your Grand Theft Auto. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that would be a kind of a, a segue. So where does your community stand in that argument that it does not cause violence would be my guess? Uh, yeah, my the community I'm in says that there's no way that video games cause violence. But, um, you know, if you hear me, you're my roommate streaming. We're screaming at the top of our lungs <sighs> that, you know, some guy killed us from across the map with a pistol. Um, and we, a lot of a lot of gamers, you know, punch holes in their wall. Um, oh yeah! Throw wow. things through their screen. There's a whole like subreddit of of what's called live stream fails of like people, you know, breaking keyboards over their heads no, or throwing things. Peaked Adam's interest. Rage quit. <laughs> Rage quit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I I know I saw studies. I think it was NPR. So I'm gonna try the NPR route. But uh, liberal. <laughs> I I would argue. I thought the opposite, that though. I, I thought mean, the game violence thing was a uh, conservative 
side of the argument. I was pretty I th- sure. I think so, but um, I thought it was a liberal side. Well, let's have a fight. No, I, whatever. I, I thought not. Fight, I fight. believe. I, I thought strongly. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. I don't think the NRA is doing that. Go ahead. Yes, Tom. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, you make the somebody can make the argument that video games cause violence. Well, couldn't I just as easily make a counter argument that you know video games are cathartic, and if somebody's feeling violent, they can go and and get those emotions out behind a video game? Oh man! What, that so what, that's, what does the data say? That's that's the side we take. Um, you know, if I'm having a stressful day, or if I want to, you know, um, you know, hit someone, and I I or I'm having you know bad thoughts about I don't know like humans do yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you, you know, were going to reveal some of your no because <laughs> like no, no. I want to pull the leg off of a kitchen <laughs> pretty, pretty <laughs> much <laughs> I, I, would, I never would but okay. pretty much um, you know I'll close myself in my room I'll put my headphones on and I'll just play the most violent game I can <laughs> um, shoot people in the face exactly I think that the whole thing about do video games make people violent, I, I think that people with violent tendencies are already going to be violent and vice versa. I agree. Because, like, I can see my roommates, they when they play video games, they get so angry and they smash their desks and they scream obscenities. I do. And, like, when I get frustrated with a video game, I just go do something else. See, I'm not that way. I get, <laughs> I, I wish I was, but I I can't play games. I just can't do it. Going mean, back heart. to the days when Adam was playing League of Legends with me, that was fun. I played once, didn't I? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's okay if it's a brand new game and I don't have any vested interest in it. But if I think of myself as being good at a video game and then I play online and go, wow, that four-year-old just kicked my butt, I get pretty upset. Well, League of Legends were, like, the cesspool of society. Oh, lives, it's, so. Yeah, it's the most toxic <laughs> gaming community ever. Is it? I have to oh, look yeah. this up. What League of Legends? Yeah. Oh, it's a hu- it's huge. I cannot it's wait for MOBAs huge. to die. I seriously can't. It was a terrible, terrible style of video game. Well, there have been a lot of research into whether violence in video games does expose any sort of violence in society, and um, and I I th- from I, I'd have to dig deeper, but the older research that I have in my in my recollection, is you know ten years old, and that um, they were still they were still not certain. Well, and I mean the same question's been posed to everything like music, art. I I concluded my own like you know I have my position on the argument, which is I don't think that it does anything different. I think if you're violent, you're violent. Right, and that's that's my exact yeah, thought as but, well. But it's it's always interesting to see what different studies and what even just the engineering of a study that you know somebody gets so creative to come up with like well if they did this then that must mean this and you think about it like yeah it does that would be cool if you actually do that study and then they do it i'm just i love studies i just go crazy with those now do you think that gamers um board games like D um have ever been thought of as being more violent because of the violence in the game they have i mean there was the whole thing in the 70s where everyone assumed satanic that dungeons and dragons panic. was yeah satanic. they're in yeah. the basement with the yeah uh, what I will say is recently, though, uh, at least because I I play D and D every Saturday, Saturday nights. Um, Thanks for never inviting me. Sorry, we don't have room in our campaign, sir. Wow, seriously. <laughs> do you do you stream it? No, we don't stream it. Um, that's just something I do off stream. Uh, I don't like to show that I'm that big of a nerd on stream. Um, <laughs> well, you just revealed it now, sucker. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but huh. no, I mean, I see D and D compared to I'll say Call of Duty. Um, 
very, very rarely do you get an outburst from D&D from, because your character took 26 damage or died. Um, Unless the DM's being a prick. Oh, yeah. Unless, yeah. But that's that's a personal vendetta against you for that from that DM. <laughs> um, but very rarely do I actually see, you know, the, the D&D board, uh, if you want to call it a board, go flying or the pieces go flying. Um, whereas again, with like the, the call of duty or the GTA five, um, you, you tend to see keyboards flying a lot more than, <laughs> than D and D boards. Well, I, th- I threw my Monopoly board as a kid. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, you yeah. want to see some violence, bring up Monopoly. Yeah. Monopoly should, or sorry. We should stream Monopoly. Well, There's probably already streamed. Adam, I, I, I think I'm so out of it. I just stream. You know, honestly, Adam, it. I think you hit on a good point earlier. I did? Yeah. And you're admitting it? I mean, that's kind of what I do. Um, he wants to ride your mm-hmm. coattails. No, you had talked about how you think you're good at a video that's game awful. until you go online and you get beaten by a four-year-old. Yeah. And that's actually a really good um, thing about the whole critical thought because it's the same concept. You have a preconceived notion that you're this thing and then somebody challenges that and you can't handle it. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely can't handle it. I am the best at this game. It is impossible for Mm -hmm. there to be anyone better. And then you get schooled by a three-year-old who, you know, teabags you and says they slept with your mom. Why are they getting younger? (laughs) (laughs) What is a three-year-old? My granddaughter doesn't know any of that stuff. (laughs) Thank, Thank you for putting that into context. My son was five when he started beating me at Mario Kart. For real. Well, you're oh. just bad. I never said I was good, but but you I th- thought you were good. I did, and that's that's yeah. what it was. I could, I it bothered me. I and thought it, and I that was, was too. that was ten years ago. For me, it was Halo, and my kids did that to me, and they were like, "Come on, Dad, let's play." I'm like, "I hate you too. I really don't like you guys." I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> they were my own kids, yeah. and I didn't like them. And you know, people I cannot imagine how somebody would feel about you as a an anonymous thing on the internet that has no actual like. No, I didn't even like my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that it really it 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 bothered me a lot more than I wanted to admit. Well, you know the f- and and that's why because I had a preconceived notion yeah. Yeah, yeah. about. How how skilled I and was, and that's why D Man can just walk away because he doesn't have this preconceived notion. Yeah, you, don't, just, you don't think you're good to begin with. I or? Just, well, you know, I don't know because the, okay, I'm just gonna say I play World of Warcraft. Okay, so <laughs> it's like it's it. Well, I mean, Wow, a Holics and Hello, is a my thing. name's D Man. Right? You, you would be shunned thing. in our group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I what? would be shunned in other people's groups. Oh, like Wow right. has become like a social pariah. Anyway, so I play World of Warcraft, and I used to be insanely good at it. Um, like 12 years ago. Yeah. I've gotten progressively worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and people make fun of me. They're like, oh, you just suck and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I probably do. You know, I've gotten older. My synapses are probably slowing down. My abilities to react are probably slowing down. I don't get angry. It's just the truth. But most people don't work that way. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, no, I am constantly and always getting better at everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, like that little part of your brain. It's, so it's like when I used to play World of Warcraft too. Um, you know, I was. You should come back, by the way. Legion's I, awesome. I didn't like Legion. I bought it. I um, like but like, I was the the top rogue on my server. Well, that's easy. Um, <laughs> well, if back you, when rogues if you have the own, your own server. Well, not my own. Server. Oh, okay. I didn't. Know. Um, but like, I see what you're talking about. Like, because I started playing Rogue again in Legion, and I was like, "Holy crap, I'm fucking terrible!" Like, yeah. this is it, it. It's just age has 
has made it so I'm not as good anymore. And I, I yeah. didn't want to play because I wasn't good anymore. Mm. And I've seen that happen a lot. People are like, well, I'm not good anymore. This is off topic. But, yeah, they're like, I'm not good anymore. I'm just not going to play. <laughs> so is it off topic? I don't think it is off topic. We're talking about critical thinking and why you should and shouldn't and when you should and when you shouldn't and institutional thinking. And if if somebody says that they're good at a game and they really believe that, then they're going to continue to look in, and critically think about it and come up with different ways. Once they've concluded that they're not good at it anymore, they're just going to not play anymore and they're not going to think about it anymore and it's over. Yeah. Then they're going to then they're going to do the institutional thinking part where they go, hey, so-and-so, you know, can, how do I get through this level? Or, you know, lean on someone else. Cheat codes. It, it can actually have ramifications. Like when I was younger, um, I had a friend who was really good at a game called Team Fortress. And um, I'd never played it before. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to school you. I'm going to school you. So we did a, you know, what's called a one-on-one. And I just kept murdering him. Hmm. And we were we were in the same, like, apartment. Um, I'd come over to his place to play. And so he, like, comes stomping out of his room. He's like, you're cheating. Uh, I'm like, what are you talking screen about? Screen peeking. That's it, what I used to say to my kids. It's the controller. The controller <laughs> wasn't working. Yeah, well, we were playing on a, on a PC. But, yeah, he's like, you're <laughs> cheating. Or he's like, you've been playing this game forever. I'm like, this is the first time I've ever touched this game. Like, I don't even understand what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> and, like, it actually ruined our friendship. Like, what? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Because he had this preconceived notion that he was like a Team Fortress god, and yep. you know, here and I was. I don't know how long ago that was, but now they call that Dunn and Kruger, where someone believes that they're an expert at something. So when they're, you know, when they think they're an expert at, it, I've brought it up before. It's a big deal. Oh, I've got uh, a question about that. The D and K. Uh, Dunn and Kruger. Yeah. Is it Dunning Kruger no, or Dunn. is it Dunn? It's and two guys. Kruger. Yeah, it's two guys. Dunn. The one guy's last name is Dunn, and the, last, the other guy's last name is. I Kruger. just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, I, I've been hearing a lot of people saying Dunning Kruger. Uh, I think the reason why, personally, I'm so humble when it comes to video games is because I got a very sharp lesson when I was a kid. Because I thought I was a Mortal Kombat god, and it turns out that my sister can just jump in the corner and kick and just beat me. Oh, it is Dunning Kruger. Oh my god. Oh my god, you've been doing it wrong the whole I've time. I've been saying Dunn and. It's Dunning. Well, I mean, this is Wikipedia, Kruger. so it might be, uh, yeah. might be changed. Uh, no, this is, yeah. You're right. We should always, you know, question the source, but in David this case. Dunning Dun- David Dunning. David Dunning. Justin Kruger. Dunning. Yep, Dunning. Like she said the Kruger and Dunning effect. Kind of going with what d was yeah, saying. Yeah, well, was one of them better than the other? Dunning Kruger sounds cooler, plus it's alphabetical. It it's alphabetical, yeah. Yeah, it does sound a lot Like better. Freddy Kruger? Dunning Kruger? Now I'm going to really edit the hell out of this podcast. Okay. So, Jordan, at what age do uh, he had professional e-gamers, like, max out? Because um, I've, I've heard some of those uh, StarCraft people, like, once well, they hit 22, it's all downhill from there. Aren't there two different kinds of, like, there's streamers and then there's the professionals it, who win competitions? Yeah, it, it depends on the game. Um, I mean, if you're talking about, like who's going to be the best in the world and win all this money from playing in like tournaments and stuff. Guaranteed they'll be Korean. Uh, well, A, yes. B, um, the max age probably is like 25. Um, but I mean, there's streamers that are up upwards of like 46 years old that still pull in, you know, 6,000 people a day watching them. Wow. And, um, it, it's, it's different. Streaming has a different side of it. Uh, professional gaming itself, yeah, very young age, 25 to 30 is kind of the cutoff point, and then you never see them again usually. Hmm. Um, Same age as the full development of the brain. Wah, yeah. Wah, wah. 
Uh, in a lot of ways, esports are a lot like regular athletics. I mean, you need to be at peak physical condition. Exactly. Sure. Think like, of like a football player. For you example. actually you don't even see like a whole lot of like I'll just be kind and say portly professional gamers. Like they're all stick thin. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They're they're like peak physical performance. I mean, there's you've you've got when to you're be competing fast. at that level. I mean, these yeah. guys are yeah. making millions and millions of dollars. I mean, millions. You, with an M. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Millions. Are you, are you millions. millions? All right. Just, oh, just out of curiosity. Well, for just, our, just, for just for clarification. Audience sake. For our audience sake. Give me some numbers for League of Legends, the amount of people that would watch it, like like live. Um, oh, so question. the um, last Worlds event, which was taking teams from North America, uh, Europe, China, Asia, all that fun stuff, um, that was at. I think 1.2 billion views. Um, not total people watching, just views. Um, but upwards mean, of like 700,000 people watching throughout. Well, they have stadiums, right? Yeah. they mm-hmm. um, Just like football games? Yeah. They, well, they, they usually use um, other, like, other pre-built stadiums. There's not stadiums for esports usually. Sure. Um, but for example, like they sold out Madison Square Garden last year uh, for League of Legends. It was a full packed house. They've sold out um, soccer arenas and f- and football arenas. The thing that got me was that they don't just sell it out for one thing. Like a like somebody can do a concert and they'll sell it out for one night. But League, it's like sold out for every night for weeks and weeks or day at least days and days. Well, even. Um, like the North America finals coming up in a couple months, it's been sold out for five mm. months since mm. they announced it. Um, they're going up. I believe they're going up to Canada this year. I'm just comparing it to like the NFL. And I think the NFL would love to have these kinds of numbers. Wow. So, so oh, go ahead, big time. Um, so basically um, there was a st- actually a study done um, with the last world's event that happened and it pulled in, almost twice as much viewership as like an NBA finals or mm-hmm. um, even the, the Super Bowl. They pulled in yeah. more, num- more numbers in the Super Bowl right. this year. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's what I'm to me, about. that's insane. Um, the, the normal, well, not normal, the, the prize pool reaches, you know, millions of dollars, um, hundreds of millions of dollars split between teams. So um, I'm, I was just looking at the world's event for 2016. The prize pool was $5 million. That's not including fan contributions or sponsorships. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, yeah. So when you say that they're, you know, in peak physical condition so that they can perform, it's because, you know, we're, we're selecting for that. And if you're competing and you're getting eliminated, there's a lot of little factors that will get you eliminated. And if you're sleeping right, eating right, and getting some exercise, maybe your synapses are a little quicker. Every little thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm I, sure. That ironically, the United States isn't really that great at video games. Um. Yeah. I mean, we it's, definitely have a disadvantage. It's I will say always that. Asia. Asia yeah. always wins. Why do you um, think that is? Uh, because they have paid sponsors and they take their shows very, very seriously. And the support staff mainly. I mean, they have like team psychologists that mm-hmm. come and stay with them for weeks on end and make sure their mental health is as good as their physical health. And they have, um, they have like 
food plans and like they're on a very strict diet and a very strict regimen where they practice for six hours a day and then they, they go live to the gym yeah. together. Yeah, they, work, they all live well, in the same house. Teams, just like just in like, the U.S., yeah. we treat video games like a stigma still. And oh, yeah. in like Korea and stuff, they they treat it as a lifestyle. The way that we treat the NFL. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least they take it seriously, and yeah. that's what's going on in these other countries. So if we took it that seriously, we'd be way better. We got to the moon before everybody else. You know, it's actually things like that that, that make it dangerous here in the United States. We try and rest on our laurels. Uh-huh. That is not something we should be doing. You mean like when I think I'm really good at Halo and my kids just take me out? <laughs> <laughs> that like, too, like and, effortlessly. And how you say it now is, I used to be good at Halo. Yeah, I didn't. Never, you never to, say. I, I, no, I, you don't say I'm not good at Halo now. You say, oh, back in the day, I was really good at Halo. Uh, but and now I realize I wasn't. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, I mean, wasn't. that's I thought I that's was. a good point. Like, you, there's a lot of people that will still use the "well, we've been to the moon" argument to say why oh, the sure. United States is so great. Yeah. Like, dude, that was a long time ago. What have it you was. done lately? It was. <laughs> Think about it like this. I used to play. Uh, like a Mario Brothers game or whatever, there was no connection to other people. I no. would play by myself yeah. and have no idea how well I compared to anyone else. The only time America compared itself to other people was during this, you know, space race. And Which it's not the only time, but it was a big time. The United States lost every event except for the last one. The last one, yeah. We <laughs> lost the one. We won the one that mattered. Oh, okay. The one that we said all of a sudden mattered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we oh. Get some p-hacking. If we would have gotten to uh, the satellites first, that would have been the one that matters. And Moon would have been, eh, you know, not yeah, as important. Big deal. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. We were in space first, so we gave you the stepping stone. Uh, we would have yeah. played that off. Can we thank NASA for duct tape? I don't think NASA invented the duct tape. Prove it. <laughs> all right, hold on. Na- duct tape is not a real thing. You can't prove the negative. Never mind. How can you not prove duct tape? Duct tape is like the most useful thing ever. But is it made from ducks? It's duct tape, not duct tape. Although they've changed the frickin' name because everybody got it wrong so often. There, there's a company now called Duck yeah. Tape. It was originally named Duct Tape and came in green right there. Todayifoundout.com How can you... Oh, it was invented by Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, I told you it wasn't invented by NASA. I thought it was a space thing. Okay, how about they use use it on aeroplanes, not spaceships? How about the microwave? Can we think? Burn up on reentry. They didn't invent microwaves either. No, I don't think they did. Bullshit. (laughs) This is challenging my worldview here now. Do you even know what NASA did? You know they went to space, right? Do you know what NASA stands for? Need another seven astronauts? Percy Spencer. Oh, man, that's horrible. Too soon. Thanks, yeah. NASA, for admitting that we'll never make it to Mars. It's true. A lot of people ask if the moon landing was real. Uh, oh, we're going to do an episode on that. We're going to do a conspiracy episode. Yeah, you want to come back topic. for conspiracies? Oh, I will gladly come back for conspiracy topics if I am welcomed. You're always welcome. That's not true. I'm going to thank them for the infrared thermometer. Thanks, NASA. Thanks, NASA. I uh, have one in this room. It's a great invention. I have Thanks, one in NASA. It's like an okay <laughs> invention. Pretty good. It's, what did you just say? <laughs> you live in the valley here. I mean, this is pretty hot. He yeah, lives, he lives in an apartment, so he doesn't have to pay for. His oh, own you don't stuff. care about your. Uh, I have to pay for my electricity. I don't know. Hey, do you know how apartments work? <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in like a commune. <laughs> how about how about Donald Trump saying that if you pay, you know, you twelve oh dollars no, a year don't. for health insurance, twelve dollars oh a year, one one dollar a month. It was yeah. fi- it was fifteen dollars a month, and then it was twelve dollars a year. 
great. Well, it, just show, it just shows you how out of touch some people are. Some it, people. It reminds yes. me of the uh, the Bluths from uh, Arrested Development when they didn't know how much like a banana was. Ten, would ten dollars get you a banana? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks NASA for infrared thermometers. Apparently mercury just wasn't good enough. <laughs> All the damage it does. Well, Pluto wasn't good enough. Well, you're not supposed to drink it. <laughs> well, uh, this is where I thank our guests for, or our guest for uh, existing. Thank you, George. <laughs> coming over, you're really. Uh, we really do appreciate you coming you're very by. Um, where can we find you? Where can our audience find you? Where can we track you down? Yeah. Uh, the easiest thing would probably be my Twitch stream, which I'll get it right this time. It's twitch.tv forward slash bonza, B O N Z A, plays, P L A Y S. Um, I usually stream on there three to four times a week, um, kind of whenever I feel like it now. I used to have a schedule, but... Now you're just beginning busters? Nah, yeah. Good job. Cool. I'm, I'm going to put you on my Twitch, and then I'll just come heckle you. Go for it. And you <laughs> won't know it's me, because my name doesn't make any sense. I'm now gonna, he'll know. I'm going to look for the one that makes no sense and mm-hmm. be like, hey, yep. it's D-Man. You messed it up. <laughs> he'll critically think that through and go, ah. Well, I also wanted to thank uh, my co-host for joining me today. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. And uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Think critically. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't thank me. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't thank me. Pay me. So we, need, we need, like, a tagline to the audience. Like, remember to think like a cactus.